What you believe about yourself and your life is likely not based in reality, but in bullshit stories that you did not consent to, pieced together throughout your life with ideas offered to you from external sources. This podcast is here to help you recognize and dismantle those stories so you can reclaim your power and achieve what you want in life. Welcome to Yeah, I Made That Up with life and business coach Kelly Jackson. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this. Um, so today I am here with one of my recent graduates of the Pressure Point Coaching Program that is a year long and is amazing. Um, and her name is Liz. And so we're going to chat a little bit about what she took away from the program. So Liz, would you be willing to introduce yourself? Yes. So my name is Liz. Um, I am a mom of six now. Yeah. I was pregnant through part of the program. Um, and I have lives worth of experiences and things that I worked on throughout the program and yeah. Ah, awesome. So what, what was it that made you decide to like work with a life coach or just, yeah. What, what made you decide to, to, I don't know, do coaching? Um, it's something that I have I had thought about a lot, like a life mentor type of thing. And I had looked into it a few times, um, but I had never found a person that I jobbed with and a person who I felt like I could be myself with. And that's a huge thing when it comes to being mentored or coached. Um, and so when I met you, I really felt like I could be myself and that I could see myself opening up to you and allowing you to teach me and coach me in a way that was going to be beneficial for me. Awesome. I love that. I don't, I don't ever want anybody to feel like they can't be themselves in any kind of a coaching situation. That's so important. If you can't be yourself, like what, who the fuck are you going to be? Come on. What? <laughs> you can't open up. You can't, you can't make progress if you're not yourself. That's amazing. I love that. Um, when you, first got started in this program you first signed up and you were like oh shit I'm about to enter this for a whole year what did you expect or what did you think that you would take from this program at that time so I was expecting someone to tell me exactly what it was I needed to change oh, and exactly God. how I was supposed to change <laughs> Um, like I, really, I, I expected someone to spell it out for me and me just to live the way that they told me to live. And that was going to fix everything. <laughs> uh-huh. Bad, bad news for anyone who thinks that that's what coaching is about. I love that. That's what you thought going into it though. Um, what did you actually take away from the program then? Or let me, let me ask you this first. Were you disappointed to learn that I wasn't going to tell you how to live your life? <laughs> I wouldn't say disappointed. I would say scared. Okay. I remember the first 
sit down with you. And, um, the, I guess, I guess the first coaching call and like listening to you talk to someone else. And I was like, Oh shit, wait, this is, this is not what I signed up for. Hold on. (laughs) And so it was really like, I had to take a step back and go, I can do this. It's it's okay. I can do this. I can, I can think for myself. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it was like, it was kind of intimidating, I guess at first. Hey, that's so interesting. I didn't realize that that's what you thought going into this. I love this. I love this so much. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Now tell me, what did you actually take away from the program? Cause it was not that that's for sure. <laughs> but what, like, what was it? Um, oh, I took away so much stuff, honestly, but the biggest thing that I took away is that I am in control of my life. I am in control of thoughts. I'm in control of my emotions I get to have control of that and nobody gets to tell me how to feel, what to think. I get to own that. Mm. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that I took away from this program. Yes. Which absolutely would not have occurred if I would have told you what to think and what to do. (laughs) No, Uh, that also wouldn't have been sustainable. I I don't have time for telling everybody what to do. I don't have time for telling everybody what to think. What do you mean? (laughs) That's so funny. Um, and so tell me what kinds of, what kinds of improvements you've seen in your life, whether it be with relationships or with career path or with body image or with like anything, what, what kind of things have, have you seen really shift? Oh, wow. So career path was one thing that definitely shifted. Um, I began to work for me, not for anyone else, but for me. Um, And I made decisions in my business, in my career path that made me happy and that I found value in instead of worrying about what other people were thinking or how other people were feeling about it. Um, In all that, I learned that I can't control anyone else's emotions or their thoughts either. (laughs) Damn, if we could, though, I'd be all in. <laughs> right. Um, so that was a big shift. And then in my relationships with people, um, that was a huge shift because I learned that I cannot control other people's thoughts or emotions and they don't control mine. And so I was able to really go into relationships with that mindset and not having expectations for other people. Um, and then my body image was a huge, huge thing. Um, as a person who's post-bariatric, who, um, was expected to lose all this weight and didn't, um, I really struggled with that through most of the program. And then I finally like got real with myself and that was another huge thing. I accepted me as me. And if I lose weight because I want to, great, but I'm not going to lose weight because somebody else wants me to or thinks that I should. So that was a huge thing that changed um, as well. And then I guess the other biggest thing is learning that I wanted to help people because I found value in things that I could offer 
not because it made me feel better about my experiences. Does that make sense? Ah, so let me, well, I say, yeah, but just to make sure that everyone who's listening, all like five people who listen to this podcast, um, understand what you mean. What I think you're saying is that you discovered that you enjoyed helping people from a place that felt good to you rather than from a place of like people pleasing and trying to like seek validation. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. Love that so much. Um, what, let's see what, what other aspects of your life? Are there any things that like you have some sort of tangible evidence of like this thing I can see a major shift. This thing I can see a drastic improvement. I mean, you just told us about several, several things that have been improvements, but like, is there anything that has been measurable or tangible in a way that isn't just like, I feel better about X, Y, and Z? Not saying just in order to diminish that because that's a big fucking deal. Um, But that's, you know, telling someone else, oh, I feel better about things. Not everybody really understands what that means. Is there any other kind of like, like measurable kind of, kind of thing? I would say the way, the way that I parent my children. Um, and that I say that's measurable because others have noticed a difference in my children and how they emotionally regulate their self. And I don't think that anybody goes into life coaching or goes into your program thinking, oh, I'm going to learn how to emotionally regulate myself. But you really do. And then as a parent, you get to teach your kids that. And so like even watching my youngest, who is, well, my second youngest, who's six years old, um, just the transition that he made throughout this whole program as well, because I was teaching him some of these things and how to really get his thoughts out and stuff. So his, in his improvements alone is screaming that this is great stuff. (laughs) I love that so much. I love that so much. And, and uh, there are so many reasons that I could go into why I love that so much. But one of the reasons is because like, I think that there are some people who think that they don't want to have a coach who doesn't have children because some of their issues are with parenting and I don't have children. And so they're like, well, I got to have somebody who like has this kind of life experience in order to be able to relate and understand, um, which is just absolutely not the case. But also I think that so often people have this idea that if I'm the only one who is shifting in any kind of relationship, then the relationship itself is not going to change because I need the other person to also shift. And this is evidence that that's not true. How you show up to your relationships is going to impact the, we'll say entity of the relationship itself, because the other person then is responding to a different version of you. The other person is, is seeing changes happen in you and they are then, you know, having thoughts about that and like, could be good, could be bad, could be indifferent, like whatever, but they're going to see what you're doing. And when it comes to children, 
they're going to see what you're doing as modeled behavior. And they're going to go, oh, this is the thing. And it's going to feel so much better for them. <laughs> and it, it, oh, I wish, I wish that I would have found this work when I was a kid. I wish that everyone would find this work as a kid. Oh, this is so good. Same. And I, I totally give you like an example of what you just said. For sure, for sure. In the showing up thing. So you already know I was in therapy with an actual like licensed therapist the whole time I was in the program. And one of the things that she talks about is when one person in the dynamic changes, everyone in the dynamic has to change or they pull the person who changed back into the homeostasis. And I don't agree with that. Because through your program, I learned that how I showed up as a parent changed the reactions of my kids. The way I showed up as a partner changed my partner's reaction to me. Um, and it, I guess it doesn't, I, it didn't really have anything to do with the homeostasis thing. It was just how I showed up. If I showed up with an attitude and I was sure about it, then they responded in their emotional way. Um, and then if I showed up with a great attitude, they were more likely to kind of show up with a great attitude. So I, I agree hundred percent. The way that you show up changes the dynamic of what's going on. Wow. Um, whether it's a mimic or whether it's somebody's happy to see you because you're happy to see them kind of thing. So <laughs> Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, there was, I didn't tell you that I was going to ask you about this, but I'm going to, um, there was a specific situation that occurred. And if you don't want to talk about this and you want it to be edited out and so it's not broadcast publicly, that's fine. Just tell me that there was a specific situation that occurred toward the end of you being in the program where um, there was a car accident in your family and you were telling me on our coaching call about how you responded to that in such a different way than you ever would have prior to, prior to learning the tools that, that we worked on that I teach. Um, and I'm wondering if you would be willing to share that experience. Of course, of course. So I guess to preface this, when I was a kid, my mom died in a really tragic car accident. I was only 10 years old. And so anytime an accident happened to someone I knew, it was a very traumatic, anxiety-inducing experience. And I would literally just fly off the handle thinking of the worst things that could possibly happen. Um, a million things would run through my head and being productive was not one of those things. Um, so I was, God awful, what, five months pregnant at the time. Um, my husband was driving three of, three of my kids were involved in the accident. I think four, four of them, sorry. Um, and my youngest daughter at the time was significantly injured. When I got the call about the accident, um, 
I did emotionally respond with anxiety at first. And then I get to the accident and I see everybody. And of course, I'm worried about getting my daughter into the ambulance, get her to the hospital, get everybody treated. Um, And then the next day, instead of being an emotional wreck and not really processing anything, I immediately jumped into action of, okay, so we got to get the insurance involved. We got to, we need another vehicle. We're going to have to get our vehicle inspected for damage, whatever, um, who needed to handle medical bills and all this like stuff. I was just really able to come in a logical mind of this is the things that we need to do. And I think within two weeks, we had another vehicle um, and everything was going super smooth with all of the things that needed to happen because I was able to logically put the things in order that needed to happen. Yeah, that when when we were talking about that on that coaching call, I was just like, holy shit. Like that is and and for some people, they automatically jump into action and like that's their way of avoiding their emotions is like, let me let me fix this so I don't have to feel anything. And that's not what we're talking about here. Like you're because of a traumatic experience as a child, your brain's go-to was to not jump into action and to do other things. And um, the fact that you were able to think clearly through that, just like that, I, I remember being totally covered in goosebumps when we were talking about it. And like, it was just such a, such a massive breakthrough that was, uh, I don't know. It was, it's one of my favorite stories. One of my favorite stories of like, a a big breakthrough and a big shift for one of my clients, just knowing what you had gone through to get to that point, to be able to respond to an experience in such a way that you created that instead of responding in a way that was outsourcing your power and your emotional stability. That just was so good. So good. I'm still like, so, so, so proud of you for that thing specifically, like that, being able to create that for yourself and show up in that way. So good. Um, yeah, so good. So if you were to, if you were to go back to like day one of this program, Liz, and like time travel, when you thought I was going to tell you what to do and <laughs> how to think, <laughs> Um, and offer her any advice or somebody who is like starting the program fresh today, what kind of advice would you give to them or yourself? Show compassion to yourself. That's so hard for so many people to do. It was for me. That was because I started out not so good. Um, and I judged myself a lot because I would watch the videos, but I didn't do the worksheets. And sometimes I didn't do my homework. And as a mom of five and being pregnant and working full time and all the things that were going on in my life, because this has been one hell of a year. (laughs) Um, 
I really beat myself up about not giving my all to the program. And I remember probably the third or fourth session saying, okay, I think I'm just going to quit because I'm not doing it anyway. And I'm just wasting my time and I'm wasting Kelly's time. And then something happened around that time. And I saw myself responding to the situation different. And my thoughts were different. My emotions were different. And I was beginning to be able to label the emotion I was feeling in the moment and really let myself feel it. And that was like, wait, hold on, what? (laughs) And so I started to realize that I learned differently. And I was getting everything that you were pouring out while not doing all the homework. And so I really just say have compassion and believe in the process because you learn, everybody learns different. And some people watch all the videos, some people read all the worksheets, some people do both, some people do neither. Uh, Everybody gets it differently and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's, it's so funny because that's like one of the most common things that I actually coach people on in the beginning is them being like, oh, I didn't do all of the things. And I'm like, look, there are videos, there are worksheets, there are calls. I offer different types of things to appeal to different types of brains and different types of learners. You don't have to do it all. Do what works best for you. Some people are going to do it all. Some people are going to never show up to a call but they get immense value out of the video lessons and the worksheets. Some people are going to do every single worksheet without watching any videos. (laughs) Some people are going to watch all the videos, never, never do any of the worksheets. You know, it just like, there's a lot that's available and you get to do what works best for you. And I love the moment when I can see that that clicks because then the way the person shows up to the calls or the way the person shows up in the Slack, because like that's available too for, for, you know, written coaching. And some people prefer written over verbal. Some people can process what they see and respond in that way better than they can verbally and like in person and over Zoom and stuff. And great, great. They're it's all available. (laughs) And when that clicks for someone, it's just such a transformation in that moment because they're able to show up for themselves more fully because they're accepting what it is that's going to work for them. I just, I love that. I love that. I agree. And use the Slack more. I would honestly, I would tell myself that I don't know about a new person because some people may not, but for me, I would say use the Slack more because that's what it was there for. And I remember just being like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to bug her about it. I don't want to <laughs> just excuses, excuses. And I, I really would have just utilized it more and use that extra coaching a little bit more. You know, the Slack is still available to you now in the alum channel, right? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm doing, I'm doing really good with thought work and really like being able to piece things together on my own. And there are things that I have in my notebook that I'm like, should ask Kelly. (laughs) 
at the top of it. And then I find myself just kind of working through it on my own. So, well, and that's, that's something too, that I think is, um, really important to note is that like, you have the alum Slack channel and you get a monthly alum call available to you, like after you graduate. So I don't just like drop off the planet, but also you're at a point by the time the year program has ended that you're pretty sustainable on your own. (laughs) You're like able to do the work on your own and like notice what, what is happening and what you want to be happening and be able to make those shifts because you've done it. And I've, I've held your hand through it and walked you through it and guided you through it and helped you to figure it out on your own, which is ultimately my goal. I don't want people to be dependent upon me because I'm not going to tell you what to think. I'm not going to tell you what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who would you recommend this program for? Honestly, everybody. Like, I I can't, like, pinpoint a specific person, a specific group of people. Like, for sure, women who struggle with body image, for sure, like 100%. Because that is... I feel like body image is connected to so many different things in our life that that's a huge one. Um, so anybody that struggles with body image and, um, teenage girls, teenage girls, the guys, I would love for my 12 year old to be able to sit down with you and have some life coaching, because I think that that would just do wonders for, for them in a whole, like they're, coming into who they are and who everybody else is to them. And just for them to have these tools would be amazing and so life-changing for them. I, yeah, I so wish that I wish that this shit was taught in school. Agree. And in, in some places they are teaching some like emotional regulation and like meditation and stuff like that, which is just amazing. I love it so much. Um, Okay. Last question is, are there any other thoughts, things that you think that we should have covered and didn't things that you loved, things that you didn't love, things that you would have changed things that I don't know. Any other thoughts you have? (laughs) Um, super. I I love the playbook portion of it. Um, because I don't think that we really as people, as humans, I don't think that we think about the fact that we go into relationships with expectations and, um, we expect people to reach our standards. Yeah. So I feel like that was a super, super powerful piece. Um, not only for my partner, but for my kids. Yeah. That was, that's a huge one. Um, and then I don't, I feel like there's not anything that you need in addition because for each person you show up differently, but your best, I don't, I I probably sounds kind of weird, but like if I needed to focus more on body image, whereas the other person needed to focus more on their relationship with their spouse, whereas another person needed to focus more on 
work life, you show up to each person with that. And so it's kind of, you make the program into what that person needs. <laughs> Thank you. That's my goal. That's, <laughs> that's the aim. Um, and that's why like, I haven't, I haven't put any sort of like topical niche into my coaching practice because I really genuinely wholeheartedly believe that every aspect of life touches every other aspect. And when we can see what our patterns are in one area and then see that the same patterns are in another area, we're able to work on them so much more thoroughly and so much more deeply to be able to make the shifts that we want to make. And then it just like, it trickles into everything and oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so, so, so much, Liz. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your kind words. I appreciate your willingness to show up for yourself throughout the last year and a half and your willingness to show up here this evening so much. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course. <laughs>